everybody. Welcome back to another episode of DadCast. I am JP. He is Nick. How are you, Nick? What's up? I'm good. How are I'm, you? I'm fantastic. And, I, and for a couple of reasons. <laughs> now, I, I have to point this out because, and, and I'm going to throw you under the bus here. I hope you are aware of what's about to happen. But as of yeah. a week ago, and as forever as I've known you, you've been a San Francisco 49er fan. And I've been trying. I've been trying to have you turn to the dark side. And lo and behold, you pop on the show today, and you're wearing Raider gear. I even, dude, I even hooked up the Raider shoes. <laughs> what, what is going on? Can you explain this to me? Well, we're, we're a team, and we got to support the same team. You're never going to support my Niners. Nope. So I'm we're in Vegas all the time. You're in Vegas all the time. I'm up here dealing with whatever. Yep. But uh yeah. So all right. I jump on the jump on the wagon and uh support the, the Raiders and okay. Las Vegas. I appreciate that. They appreciate that. But I will tell you, um, we, you will probably be long time suffering because take it from me. <laughs> All right. Enough of the Raider, by the way. Um, I, I did just get back from Vegas. It was awesome. I went to a game where the Raiders finally won their first game of the season. This is not a sports talk podcast, by the way, but got to throw a shout out to my boy, Max Crosby. Got your jersey. If you ever see this, we'd love to have you on. All right. Good talk. Most importantly, let's get with today's show. I am super excited because... It feels like two weeks in a row now, Nick, we are having guests on that I like to coin the term, have written chapters in the playlist of my life. And today's uh, guest is a singer, songwriter, producer, and formerly the frontman of the band Tonic. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Emerson Hart. How are you, sir? I'm well, sir. Yes. Good, and you're a little bit frozen. I hope everything works out. At least we can still hear you. You know, internet connections, these things happen. Let me explain to you the premise of the show, DadCast. We are all about talking dad life, the past, the present, the future, everything in between, and our journeys in this role that we call dad. With that being said, the very first question, right of passage we like to talk, uh, ask on uh, DadCast is, are you a dad? Yes, I am a dad. I am a dad. I am a dad. I'm a dad. I'm a dad to a 15 year old daughter, which is she's 15 today. Yes, I know. And And also. So and then uh, two year old son and another boy showing up uh, around Halloween. So what you have a child in utero right now. Congratulations. I do. Child in utero. So the fact that this, that's that you can tell that's why I'm out at my man shed. I, uh, I'm out in the middle of the woods. So it's pretty much where <laughs> that I'm That is banned. amazing. You and Nick have something in common. He is also expecting a child. He has his yeah. lovely wife is in utero as well. Um, amazing. Now, wow, that, that just opened up a whole can of worms and questions for me. Um, I did the whole digging deep on Emerson Hart before we got on. So uh, not to be, this is not meant to be offensive anyway. It's just a fact. And, and I am one of them as well, mm-hmm. but you are leaning towards older dad having new kids. Oh yeah, dude. I, I mean, yeah. I've been waiting for Alec Baldwin to send me jacket at this point. I mean, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. How, how, how is it? So you started I mean, out yeah. late in life. How, um, have you felt that that has worked out better for you? Cause I know it has for me. I got all that young stuff out of the way and now it's, it's just, it's amazing how being a dad later in life has changed my perspective on pretty much everything. 
Yeah, I'm, I am far more stable um, to be a father now. I mean, I just wasn't home for the first part of my career. Right. And even that started, you know, we didn't put out the first record till I was 29. I mean, 28, 29. So it's, I was even not a spring. I was not a spring chicken when we released that first record. Yeah. Uh, as far as rock and roll standards, but uh, yeah. So I'm an older dad. There's no doubt about it, but um, Hey, I'm exhausted. What else can I say? <laughs> there's, no, there's no other. I mean, I, he, my son has so much energy and it's funny, boys are so different from girls in the way that my daughter at two was already speaking, yeah. was already communicating with me. My son is um, not so great with the communication or the English language yet. He's uh, a lot of grunting. Um, you know, everything has a weird kind of inflection to it. So that's been a really fascinating journey so far for me is having raised a daughter what that looks like. Yeah. Um, and then having a two-year-old son who's, it's pretty much like having a, a really cute, wild animal in the house. <laughs> like a raccoon kind of slash monkey. It's an odd combo. Of yes. Humans. Nick can relate. Yeah. yeah. I have a, I have a two-year-old also. So he's, he's in preschool now and we get his preschool report card and my, my two-year-old, he talks a lot and, and he's in, he can, he says a lot of bad words, but, uh, and he's not the safest kid, right? His safety first is not something he abides by. So we get the report card. My wife's going through it and she's like, man, I'm really upset. He's not excelling at everything. I'm like, that's, he's two, babe. It's good. It's cool. And like the one thing he's really, really failing at is safety. He doesn't recognize <laughs> when to be safe. The teacher's like, he jumps off couches he climbs up oh, the fence and jumps over and onto cats. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, we, we've visited the hospital many times. He bit a hole through his lip the other night. So, yeah, dude, it's it's my son is uh, look. I follow him around for a reason. I mean, it's really like I don't he doesn't get a lot of alone time when he's with me. That's for sure. Because yeah. at any point like I can hear he came in the other morning. Uh, we were getting ready. He has like a little daycare program. He does. And I just heard this like wailing and I come around the corner and he's just dragging the cat by its tail. Just like, you know, just <laughs> yeah. dragging the cat through the kitchen. Like, oh, this is hilarious. And the cat's like, Oh, sweet Jesus. You know, screaming and screaming. Bedding claw like, prints on the floor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's on the tile floor, just scratching the slate. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I tell, I was like, Hey buddy, you can't, you, you can't do that to the cat. But anytime I say you can't, that means I can. So uh, it, it means try hard. His brain. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. a very interesting. But look, to be at 53 and be able to do this again, well, I actually am home a lot more. Wow. So 50. I'm, I feel like it's such a blessing to me. 53 you know? years old and expecting a brand new baby in the very near future. Uh, when is, when is, uh, when's mama do? Uh, October 24th to 27th. So we're, we're, it's time pretty much. It could happen any day. Yes. Any day. Wow. Any day it could happen. If he gets and, up uh, and bolts, we understand. 
Yes. 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 <laughs> but she's, uh, you know, she's a, a NP nurse, uh, nurse practitioner, and she is one of the heads at the trauma unit down at Vanderbilt University Hospital here. So she's always real close. Right. You know, I mean, she, she's she's right there. So if I get the call, you know, hey, you meet me downstairs. I know that is amazing. Is, are there any hesitations, qualms, any any like are you scared at all? For that this new one coming being 53 years old because i ask for myself because i kind of don't want to wait until grandpa dumb but at the same time we're not having kids because my ladies all, all you know they, they took out the factory and put in a playground and it's just mm -hmm. that's just it's not it's gonna happen but i'm kind of jealous of both of you two i'm not even kidding and and I'm, now now my lady's gonna watch this episode and come back and say we can adopt <laughs> but you could, we could, you could, um, there are a lot of kids out there and need homes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I think I probably, the thing that makes me the most nervous is just, you know, the machine at 53, even though I take really good care of it and, you know, right. exercises like that. I had a health care a couple of years, two years ago right after my son was born and they found this massive like tumor and on my adrenal gland. And I thought, well, you start to go through that thing in your brain where you think my son will not know me. He will not remember me. Um, you know, I lost my father when I was 10. So I felt that it was some kind of a repeating prophecy but turns out it was just um i suffered some kind of trauma years ago and it created a callus i lost my left adrenal gland uh, gland and kept the other one and uh it wasn't cancer thank god but right. there's always that that thing that fear like i have to be on top of my health i have to take care of my machine i have to you know be present all the time and I'll tell you, I, I look at, I know I'm sure everybody who goes through any kind of healthcare says this, but I just look at it differently now. I, I, I really believe um, to be, to have a chance to be chosen to be a dad again. Like that's just, it's gravy, man. It's just gravy. That is, I mean, I'm that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations, man. I'm super proud of you. That is, that is amazing. And the fact that you're excited about it, that's what we love promoting here on Dadcast. You know, there's, you know, there's a lot of bad juju when it comes to dads. You know, you know, you only hear the negative things typically. You know, all the great dads out there, they're not emphasized. They're not, you know, that's we want to put a spotlight on that, and that's why we're here today. Good luck. Um, I did the math though, um, Emerson. You will be having your first legal drink with your new baby when you are 74. So, how's that? <laughs> and I'm true. close to that too. And Nick, I mean, we're all right there, and it's just wow, yeah. crazy to think. You know, I, I well, you know, that's okay. I mean, uh, if I go by sheer genetics, my grandfather and grandmother both lived to almost a hundred and my mother's, uh, 84 and makes more money on her YouTube channel than I do. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> what is her YouTube channel? I got to check it's, that out. It's called, uh, life after 60 with Sandra. My mother. Okay. Is, is a force of nature. She's written many books. Uh, she was the romp room lady um, when we were kids, right? And which was the TV show. And she just is so sharp. And 
you know, we're kind of super waspies. We're Mayflower family and came over at the beginning of this beautiful nation. And uh, she really just knows how to dig it into me. She'll go, darling, it's really just not appropriate that you don't work as much on YouTube. I'm like, you know what, mom? I don't need to know this. I I don't need to beat down right now. Okay. I'm chasing a two-year-old. She's like, I know, but whoever's, whoever's dealing with your channel right now, it's just, they're just not doing enough. They're not doing enough. She's one of those, huh? I get it. I get it. Look at that. 354,000 subs, Nick. She's my hero. She is who your mom's killing. She's who I aspire to be. I mean, yeah, and me as well. So I'm thinking we need to rethink our guest situation here. We need to get Emerson's mom on. Yeah. Hey. So we're gonna do we're gonna do a one special. I'm planting the seed right now, Emerson. We want to have you back. We want your mom to be on with you, and it's gonna be the one and only for now, Momcast. Okay, Dadcast with a Momcast or something along those lines. Something. Yeah, she's uh, she's got a fascinating story and uh, to tell. That's yeah, amazing. Is she, is she a good grandma? She loved those kids. Uh oh. Well, we'll wait. All right. There you are. You there? You're back. Yeah, you're back. Sorry. Did you get that last question? No, was it? I uh, said, so is she? You know, is grandma? Is she in the the your your kids' lives? And is she she active when it comes to that? No, because she's in South Beach. And ah, she's okay. like, are the, are the leaves turning? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, you enjoy the- <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't you, you come know. on she's, down? She, yeah, exactly. She's more of that. She's like, come on down, bring bring Liam. And and uh, she's she's a hoot, man. But I wouldn't have it any other way. Amazing. So, all right. All right. So, wait, your, your, your two-year-old's name is Liam? Yes. My two-year-old's name is Liam. That's crazy. What is up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Man. Yeah, see, he's it's- named after my wife's grandfather, who was born in Scotland. Okay. Uh, so it's Liam Edward after my grandfather, Alden, which is our Mayflower 400th year anniversary name uh, from John and Priscilla Alden, and who is whatever his 14th grandfather and grandmother and then uh heart obviously so he's he's got a big old fat name it's a strong powerful name though and with rich in history i mean very rich gosh it doesn't i mean is it is it a venture to say that it it doesn't get much more american than emerson hart and his family i mean I, I don't know, man. We, you know, we were, we were the first ones right. I, other than the Americans. We were, we were the first immigrants to get here. Right. So. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we know the gender of uh, the new baby yet? It's a boy. It is a boy. boy. So, okay. You got your girl now and two boys, two boys. Right. And my daughter is right in that sweet spot of babysitting. Uh-huh. So I'm going to, I'm going to just kind of maybe so put, gonna, if I have some cash in this hand and then I open up this hand with a child in it, which you may be, that's right. So I'm just in that negotiation right now. So that's only going to last for another six months to a year. And then oh, she's brother, gonna, I know, hey, I know dad, she's going to get her license at 16 in Tennessee. Exactly. So. Yeah. Has she started <laughs> showing any uh, um, signs of turning on you? And by turning, I mean, uh, going the way of, Where'd my baby girl go? And Uh, yeah, I mean, but I I gotta say it's been pretty, she's really, really sharp. She's smart. She's way smarter than I am. Definitely way smarter than I was at her age. 
Um, but she's got a kind heart. But yeah, of course, I get the why are you breathing so loud? Like those kind of things that are just like shitty teenager. Yeah. Bomb yeah, yeah. Good. I'm glad, just, just, <laughs> glad we're not the only ones because whoo. I mean, my I have a 17 year old should be 18 in December. So I'm hoping I'm mm-hmm. at the hump and it starts to go back down and, and I get her back. Nick's mm-hmm. wait, same thing. Right. And yeah. it's just I mean, uh, I, I'm going to give you guys an example. This story just happened and, and I'd like your thoughts. OK, because mm-hmm. I have invented this scenario yet. OK, but it, it is time. And then sorry, Chloe, if you watch this episode, I am throwing <laughs> you under the bus, girl. Here it goes. So. Sunday morning, mom and I left for Las Vegas to catch the Raider game, and we flew back Monday. So we were literally gone a day. It was a crazy whirlwind. I got back yesterday, um, and for the first time, we allowed Chloe, our oldest, to watch the other kids, her brother and sister, for the first time alone overnight when we weren't there. We figure she's almost 18. We can get away with this. And she would wanted to do it. And she did a great job for the most part as far as getting the kids up, getting them to school, feeding them, doing all that good stuff. But there was an incident. In the middle of dinner on Sunday night, I get a phone call from my son. He's screaming and wailing and crying about something. I have no idea what's going on because I can't understand him because he's, ah! Um, and in the meantime, then my neighbor calls. So now I'm panicking. I am like, oh, right. no. What is happening? I call my neighbor. I'm like, Hi, yeah, neighbor Tom, what's up? He's like, hey, you guys home? Got some brownies for you. I was like, oh, okay, good, good. He does this every couple weeks. So I call my son back and I say, what is going on? Chloe took all the brownies. (laughs) (laughs) I said, okay, slow down, boy. Are you seriously freaking out and crying because of brownies? And he's like, dad. She took them all. She literally won't give us any. So then I call Chloe and say, hey, Chloe, I don't know what is going on, okay? But I talked to neighbor Tom, and I know you're there, and you're in charge. But, girl, come on, share the brownies. And what does she do? Without skipping a beat, she tells me, no, you're not here. I got this. And I went, whoa. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. You don't tell me no. You are not in charge you are temporarily have the you know whatever and i just i got the anger came in i said you know what i'm not gonna deal with the brownies i'm okay we'll talk when i get home click hung up boom sorry for the long-windedness what would you do in that situation when you got home you you know what i mean it's like it's so difficult because she's right there on the verge of adulthood and is you know expressing her dominance or her independence now. And we did mm-hmm. put her in charge, but it, that just, I don't know when you tell someone, no, especially your father, it's just, Oh, I, 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 I wasn't a big fan. And you know what? I still haven't talked to her about it because she's hasn't been, I haven't seen her yet. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. I think, I think that if she, if you plainly just tell her the simple fact that I received these calls, everybody was in a panic and you addressed me as if I was somebody who worked for you. Right. I do not work for you. I gave you thinking in my head that you were responsible enough to take on this responsibility and to handle it calmly. 
but you didn't. You just gave me a ton of attitude and it, it disappointed me. It yeah. disappointed me that you are not ready to take this responsibility. So let's have a conversation about how that could have gone better. Maybe I can understand a little bit better. You can understand a little bit better. And next time, if I feel like you can do it, we'll be able to have a better situation without a crisis. Yeah. Well, I've had the attitude for about four years straight now. So we'll see. Like I said, we're getting it's it's every kid's different. It, it's crazy. But that just man, that lit a fire under my ass. And there's nothing I could do about it. The I'd be more concerned. What the hell is she doing with all the brownies? That, kind of, how, many, oh, how many friends did she have? Because over? she had two friends over that I didn't know about. Uh, yeah, that's uh, another thing. I get home and my son's like, Dad, did you know that so-and-so was here? And then another one stayed the night and I went, what? You know, she didn't throw a party. I got the ring camera set up on lockdown. Don't get me wrong okay. for all that. But, you know, it was, she's had a friend over. That's no big deal. Uh, I would like to have known about it, you know, communicate these things. Who's in my home? I mean, come on. I rebuilt the exact replica of the full house house. I want it to be taken care of. Gosh. <laughs> did you uh, <laughs> did you address your son? This is how I would address my son in that situation. I would say, first off, thank you for that information. Second off, nobody likes a fucking rat. Exactly. So I did. <laughs> that's his, that's been, he's 12. He's just gone into seventh grade. He's the only, he's the only boy besides dad in a, just a, a estrogen filled home. And no, lately, I, I had two older sisters. I know. Lately, I know. I it boy. really feels like he's doing his, he doesn't realize it, but when he's ratting on all these things it, and trying to get it's his sisters in trouble, I'm like, kid, you know, stop it. You're, you're, you're making me make you look bad. And, yeah. you know, trust me, you're no, you're no angel. You know, you do bad things too. And you don't see your sisters ratting you out for everything. It's like, you know, <laughs> choose your battles. It's always a learning, learning experience with him. Um, I got a, I got a funny one. So my 15 year old calls me last night. He's like, cause his mom's going out of town this week and he's not feeling good. And it's like, dad, I got a sore throat. I'm just, I'm tired. My head hurts. I don't think I can go to school. Can I stay at your house? I'm like, is your mom still there? He's like, yeah. I'm like, can you have your mom call the doctor and see if you have a case of bursitis? So he literally yells, Hey mom, will you call the doctor and see if I have a case of bursitis? <laughs> His mom's like, your dad's being a dick. <laughs> Damn it. Plasitis. Plasitis, yes. All right. And on that note, party right. people. Um, by the way, we do this in two parts, Mr. Emerson Hart. So this is going to be the end of part one. Uh, for everyone watching, thank you so much for checking out. This has been part one with Emerson Hart, singer, producer, songwriter, dad extraordinaire. Uh, check out part two in one week, and we'll see you then.